Welcome, 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 everybody. How is everybody doing on this beautiful Friday lunchtime? So welcome to the I Love Real Estate Student Success interview for today. All right, this is going to be another, oh, I've got to say, the stories that we have and the, and, the, and the students that we have and how they've changed is just, it's just phenomenal. It just, it, it continually blows me away. So um, let's get into this. Megan Humphreys is saying a yes. Fantastic, Megan. You know what's in store, don't you? You should probably be on here as well. Stalkers. Stalkers. Stalkers, <laughs> indeed. There's a good question there to start with as well, mate. One day we get to hear your story also. Uh, I've actually done, I've got to say, I actually did an interview with, uh, with Dimna, um, and it's actually on a podcast. Ah. Yep. Didn't know about that, did you? No, I didn't. All right, I'll have to find that. No, it's not. <laughs> it is there. It is there. All right, cool. So, got everything got sorted. We're live on Facebook. We're all going very well. Um, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Um, man, what a, what a story. What a story. And, uh, Craig, just to let you know, um, yeah, uh, the there is a podcast that I did with Dimna, and an, uh, I believe it's called The Power of Intention. That's on the podcast. If you search on the podcast, it was a couple of years ago. Interesting couple of things. There's a couple of interesting things that I've done, which was good fun. Good fun to do. Catching up with him is always good fun. So look, uh, we're right on 12. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we have an amazing story again, but this one is so, so different. Um, and I really think that you're going to see a very, very different side to how Dimna has impacted and changed the lives of this gentleman. Um, and the, the heading that we've got here is um, how he removed the shrapnel from his soul. It really is about this and there is something. For those of you who've been around and have actually heard this story before, uh, you're going to obviously know what to expect, but this is really um, this is a, a life-changing story, which is, it, which is really phenomenal. So... Um, we should not delay it any further and we should get straight on into it. So look, thank you so much for taking the time out. Um, for those of you who do not know, um, this is Kevin Humphreys and um, he joined I Love Real Estate with his gorgeous wife, Megan, as well. And we've got Kevin here today to share his story. And uh, it's quite an amazing story. And um, I don't want to give anything away for those of you who don't know, because I think you're going to learn get some really fascinating insights as well. So, Kevin, how are you doing? Are you good to go? Good night, yep. Happy. Let's jump into it. Happy, straight on into it. Okay, awesome. All right. Well, um, one of the things I always like to find out is that everyone has a life before they joined I Love Real Estate. And it, it kind of gives a bit of an insight into how I Love Real Estate and the community and Dimna has actually changed and influenced their life. So what, what was your life before you kind of became involved? Yeah, uh, so my life was uh, 20 years in the Army flying Blackhawk and Chinook helicopters um, around pretty much all of Australia as well as various parts of the world. Um, uh, did instructing in the, uh, in the United States and humanitarian and, uh, operations and training operations throughout PNG um, and operational deployments in East Timor and Iraq and Afghanistan uh, multiple times for, for those places. And... Um, and towards the end of that time, I fell in a heap psychologically. Um, I contemplated suicide. I had a massive breakdown um, and um, but eventually got back on my feet again. 
And whilst I got on my feet again and got what I call being functional, um, I was deeply, deeply ashamed of uh, allowing myself to have contemplated suicide, to have mental illness and whatever else. Um, and, uh, and I was deeply, deeply ashamed by that and thought honestly that I'd failed my country um, for and everybody and everything else in it. Um, but I, I got back on my feet to the point that I got flying again and I, I got back to work. But, um, but at about the same time, I, I found out that I'd been publicly labelled as damaged goods. Um, and that meant that basically my, my army career was over. So, um, so I left the army and went out into the civilian search and rescue um, industry and started flying search and rescue helicopters uh, in Darwin and then um, later on in Queensland and um, did that for the next 10 years. But um, where I was at immediately prior to Dimna was I'd had my breakdown, I'd left the army, I started flying um, search and rescue, um, putting and, and as well as doing consulting work and I was really becoming a workaholic in order to avoid the pain of still having this sense of failure. Then in December, 2012, my dad passed away. Um, he was a butcher for about 45 plus years. Um, he worked for the same company for well over 30 years. And, uh, and I, I gave his eulogy and it was about that time that I had this dawning question come to me that, you know, Kev, you're not the smartest bloke in the world, but you're certainly not the dumbest. Um, your life is heading down the same road as your dad's where he worked his whole life. Um, basically, a thank you card was, was all he got when he, when he finally retired. Um, he didn't retire because he was financially secure. He retired because he was physically broken and he couldn't physically work anymore. And so his quality of life was crap in retirement. And, um, and I asked myself the question, is this going to be you? And, and the answer at that stage was yes. And I didn't like that answer. Um, so I went about finding how to get educated to be smarter financially. Um, and so I went trawling the internet and whatever else I could find to find information on shares and business and, um, you know, property and whatnot, contemplated doing an MBA, contemplated doing you know, these different things, looked into all these different options. Um, and then about mid-2013, found Dimna um, and said to Megan, hey, have a look at this. I think we need to go, go along and have a look at this one-day event. Don't worry, darling, I promise we won't buy anything. Um, we'll just... We'll just go to this one day thing and, and see what happens. And, um, and the rest was history. Uh, yes. Don't worry, darling. I won't buy anything. Uh, that's, 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 that's a phrase that's been used many times, Kevin. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, look, look, that's, that's just an amazing kind of like life you've already lived, lived, you know, um, and it, it, that, that's a very intense um, and very high level kind of um, profession that you've had as well um yeah and, um, for me it was just normal I, I was straight out of high school into the army it was just normal um and, and yeah many people have said something similar to what you just have but um yeah it wasn't anything 
other than just normal for me. Mm, mm. It's just it's what you did and so forth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, and then of course, um, gee, the toughness of 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 how the how you know the the, the you've you been labelled as damaged goods. That's not a, how do you deal with that kind of stuff? Like, I mean, like you've if you've worked for twenty years and it's like that's um that's well, a tough one, man. I'll tell you how I did deal with it, and then I'll tell you how I should have dealt with it. Um, I did deal with it by getting angry and by getting very bitter um, and by by holding on to that anger and that bitterness um, um, for way, way, way too long. Um, what I should have been able to do and what I can do now is simply to say this too shall pass. Um, and, and I have realised basically I, we might circle back to this at some stage, but um, I held on to the shame of falling in the heat and the anger and the bitterness um, for what ended up being seven years um, until some business coaching um, with a lady um, ended up asking me the question, challenging me on whether I'd accepted that, um, that I had suicidal ideation, that I kind of had mental illness and all the rest of it. Um, and basically, she gave me a new reference for acceptance. Um, and when I got that, I then could let go of the anger and the bitterness and all the rest of it. Um, and because the secret we were keeping was actually keeping us. So if I could go back and have my time again, um, I'd just be able to hear that and go, your opinion is not important to me. Um, so I, I, will, I will make my own path uh, and go forward from there. Wow, wow. Lo I love your, love your approach now. These two will pass, hey? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, wow. Save it in the good times and the bad times. Yep. Then you're on track. Yeah, nice. Lovely. All right. So, um, so when you came in, um, you obviously wanted to have a different approach to, to you just explained, obviously, with your, with your father and the eulogy and how you wanted to change it. Is that the main kind of reason that you really wanted to, or the main kind of desire to, to change your life at that point? Was there anything else in regards to what you were trying to accomplish? No, that was it. I just, I, I wanted to work out how to be financially independent. So I didn't have to work for any other so-and-sos anymore. Um, and so that um, it would then give me choices. Um, I, I got a really simple philosophy around money. Money just gives me choices. It doesn't give me happiness. It doesn't give me anything else apart from choice. Um, mm -hmm. I can choose to go to work or I can choose to go for a walk or I can choose to do whatever I want to do. Um, so, so that's all it was about, giving me choices. Um, what ended up transpiring was so, so, so much more than that. Um, but that was all it was about at the start. Mm. And when you grow up, was money discussed or anything along those lines? Or what was what was the viewpoint when you were growing up? No, money wasn't discussed. I mean, I was, you know, dad was a butcher, mum was an accounts clerk. Um, we were a, a pretty average working class family. Um, I I don't remember uh, wanting for anything, but then again, it was it was unspoken that we really didn't have that much money, and therefore you didn't ask for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but certainly we weren't poor as much, so you know, I'm not going to try to suggest that, but we just, we just didn't ask for, for much at all. Um, and, um, and, yeah, money wasn't discussed. Um, but, but philosophically, um, money came about because of work. You worked hard. Dad had a, 
massive work ethic. My mum had a massive work ethic in terms of you work hard to earn your money um, and then you go back next week and do it all again. Mm -hmm. Rather than understanding um, the concept of passive income. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a similar, yeah. It's a bit of a common one, isn't it? Just don't discuss it and kind of That's right. it's just work, work hard, work hard. That solves your problems. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So um, how did things change? Like obviously you get into, into you know, you, you've come along, you've been inspired at the one day. What, what, um, what were the, how, how did things change for you? Um, yeah. So by the end of the one day event, you know, we started with not signing anything. Don't worry. Um, by the end of the one day event, we were both, um, both lining up to see her and, and actually we almost felt like we wanted to vomit when we, we, we were that, we were that, um, sure about this lady is going to change our lives, but that nervous about, oh my God, what are we gonna have to bear to be able to go through this? Are we ready for this? Because when I got out of the army, um, we, because of the mental illness and the shame and the embarrassment and the sense of failure, um, we, we reconstructed our personal and professional lives so that the whole concept, the whole question around mental illness and suicidal ideation and all the rest of it never, ever, ever, ever came up. We, I wouldn't allow people around the house apart from only one or two people. Um, they were the only people, friends, who were allowed to come around to the house. And so there was never, never anyone coming around for dinner, never anyone coming around for, you know, friends to play or whatever else. I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we were now standing in front of this woman going, oh my God, I think we're about to bear our souls in some way. Um, and yeah, we felt like we were on the bomb. Um, but um, wow. Um, yeah, and then, but that led to the boot camp, and you know, and our eyes were just dinner plates uh, the whole three days of the boot camp. And we went, wow, we, wow, we've made just about every mistake there is to make in real estate so far. Um, so, and this lady knows how to um, how to do it properly. So, at the end of at the end of the, the boot camp, she started talking about platinum. Um, I wanted to jump in with both feet straight away, and um, uh, and my wife was the, the voice of reason. She said, listen, how about there is so much information here? How about we take 12 months to just attend every boot camp, do all the ultimates, um, do all the research, get market ready. And then, and, and we don't even look for a deal. We just do all the homework, all the education. We don't look for a deal and we get ready. And then, in 12 months time, we'll apply for platinum and see if we see if we get in and we can hit the ground run. And um, it was absolutely spot on. So glad we did it that way. Mm. And platinum just took everything to a whole new level from a, a community perspective as, as well. Wow. It's an interesting, um, and, you know, it must've been kind of like difficult for yourself and also for, you know, for, uh, for your wife Megan as well to have a have a life that was so restrictive mm. initially a tough yeah. one hey 
and, and you know, we, we put on a brave face outside the house and, and at work, you know, I've spoken to a number of people um, at work who, who had absolutely no idea um, of what had happened. So when I say at work in the civilian workforce, after I'd moved out of the army, the civilian workforce, and I said, Kev, we never had any idea that this went on in your background. Um, and it's because of the, the mask that, uh, you know, that a lot of people with mental illness or, or sense of shame in many ways put on, they don't want other people to see. And, um, and, and so I got on being very functional, right? I was, I could, I was good at being functional, um, but I wasn't living inside. I was just continuing, frankly, I was continuing to die inside. Um, because of the shame and the hatred and the bitterness that was that was in there. Wow. So, um, so obviously it's a it's a, it, a you've got a very unique kind of situation and it's it's really quite quite tough. How um how did things change? Like, was there a point in time that it was like, hey, something changed for you? Um. Something changed for me. Wow, mate. Um, <laughs> um, well, I think I, I suppose I'm alluding to, and you you mentioned about the that at a particular event, something there was a, there was an experience that you had that really kind of yeah, so kind of, we, kind of sh- shifted a viewpoint on, on on quite a few things. Something at, at a deep level. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so so from a very um, logic-based perspective, you know, we're going through all the education and learning all those new things, realising the mistakes that we've made, um, having to unravel that stuff. Um, and and along the way, we went along to our first millionaire with him and um, it was here in Brisbane at the McEwer just by the river. And, um, and it was the first time that I did a meditation. I'd never, ever meditated before. And, and so the millionaire within... You know, we kind of had a couple of sessions on different things, and 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 you know, I'm I'm in the army, being a pilot. Um, you know, if I didn't become a pilot, I was going to be an engineer. Very linear logic, um, straight down the line. Um, pretty serious kind of guy. I just always had been. Um, and and there was some stuff in the millionaire within that were a bit woo woo, and um, and I was like not really picking up on this stuff at all. But anyway, I will continue to do whatever Dimpness says for me to do because I really believe that she is going to be able to help me find that financial freedom, right? I was still thinking just about the money, just mm-hmm. about the money. I want to get choices. Um, and um, anyway, so she runs through a guided meditation and there's people sitting or lying or whatever else around the room and I'm lying down on the floor. Um, and went through the guided meditation, and throughout it, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start it off with you know, the non, non-believer. Um, eyes are closed, and all the rest, and sort of going, uh, really not. You know, what is this about? Blah blah blah. And throughout it, there's this this change, this progression that's happening. And then right towards the very very end, there is the most amazing, stark brilliant, pure, white energy uh, that I, I still don't think those words are enough to describe it. They just completely filled my mind, my eyes, they were closed, um, just filled every part of me. And it was right at the very, very end. Um, and, and I stood up 
and Megan was next to me and she looked at me and I just burst into tears um, and made a beeline for the door, ran out, out of the hotel, across the road, down to the river and just needed to compose myself. Um, and Megan eventually caught up after me and, uh, and whatnot. And um, that was the day I started believing in woo-woo. <laughs> um, that, that, uh, that was just the most amazing experience for me. Um, I still don't know really how to describe it any better than that. I, I don't know what to call it per se. Um, all I know is that I was presented with something completely unlike anything else I'd ever experienced. And, um, and that opened my, my heart, opened my world to a whole new galaxy. Mm. Dimna says, she says that the real estate millionaire within, it's the one, it's the one that tends to do it. It, um... it, it absolutely is. You know, the, the, the people who jump up on stage there and what they've got to, well, they've got to wow. share, they've got to talk about um, the experiences that they've had. They, they're, they're just incredible, incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, wow. And I, I think we probably should mention as well that uh, I think around this time as well, um, I was one taking photos. Mm. And, and you also weren't too keen on having your photo taken, were you? No. So, so if we go back to, um, so I actually said, what I said to Michael about that time was, um, was please don't take my photo. Don't actually, don't ever take my photo. Um, and, and the reason I said that to him was because I actually hated the guy that I saw in the mirror every morning. Um, I actually really didn't like myself. Uh, I was, as I said, I was deeply, deeply ashamed. And I hope that tries to give you some kind of um, idea of the depth of my feeling of shame in that I didn't even want to see myself in the mirror. And I certainly didn't want to see myself up on a screen. Um, and, and at the end of every conference there, I don't know if you still do it, I assume you do, but at the end of every conference, there's a whole bunch of all the people in the crowd, their faces come up on the screen at the end of it. And, um, um, and I kept looking up there because I didn't want my face up there because I was too embarrassed for my face to be up there. And, um, and yeah, so that was a very clear message for Michael. Don't you dare take my photo. <laughs> and, I, and I've got to say as well, yes, at, at, at the events, and this is something that we, we have done a lot of, and that is that we want to try to capture the mood of the event. And so what we do, and one of my roles was to go and take a, a photo of everyone to try to capture that mood. We wanted to capture that mood for going forward so you could always look back at the, at the energy of that event to kind of like inspire you again, you know, going forward. And then we put music to it. And there's a lot of those videos that you can see of that. And, um, and I do remember asking you, and um, uh, usually I'm a little bit persistent and I will ask again, I'll say, ah, oh, they've said no. I'll ask them a little bit later. I'll let the event maybe have a bit of an experience. But, um, but I do remember when, um, when you said no, it was no. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to ask you again. Not, not for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very definite do not take my photo. Um, so it had certainly come from that, um, yeah. Your intention about that was was pretty clear. It was pretty clear. Yeah, so, yeah. But but I had no idea why. I knew you were very serious about it, but I had no idea why until obviously mm. you 
you you you shared so yeah. um and of course now it's very different it is it is very very different now um so i'm i'm now a mental health advocate i'm a keynote speaker i'm, I'm regularly connected to various different things that puts um, my radio head onto uh onto a screen for people to see so yeah yeah, and and yeah, very happy for it to happen that way too. Absolutely. Well, we'll explain a little bit more of that later. What what I think I would like to do is just is just to go through because obviously, um, coming into the community, you were looking at obviously sorting out money situations and having better choices. Um, and do you want to run us through a couple of the deals that you've done? Yeah. So we um, we jumped in um, foolishly. Well, we jumped in to do a set and forget was the original plan. And then um, we bought the property, found out that it was about 400 mil too narrow um, to put the access way down the side of the existing house. So then we had to work out what was going to be plan B, plan C, plan D, and ended up being a seven townhouse development. So we went from a set and forget, keep the house in the front, build one out the back, um, to knocking the front house down and doing seven townhouses, um, which um, was the wrong thing to do um because but remember my focus was get the money get the money give me choices get the money give me choices and the profit we were looking to make off that was basically going to eliminate our uh, mortgage on our ppr and so hey presto within 12 months or so we were going to be able to wipe out the mortgage on the ppr and we were going to be setting sail on our real estate development journey um, what ended up happening was um, within the six months that it took, we, it delayed, we delayed by about 12 to 18 months because of a whole bunch of things happening in our world in, term, in terms of work and, and other things that there were just delay after delay of actually getting started. And then in the six months it took us to build, there was a 20% turnaround in the market for that particular product. So if we had it got going when we purchased it, then the profits all would have been there without too many dramas at all. Um, but because of that delay, there was a glut in the market that was coming that we didn't realise. And so we still built the product, the market for two bedroom, two, two bed townhouses um, tanked and dropped by 20%. So we sold the first one off the plan for our asking price. And six months later, we couldn't sell one for 20% less than our asking price. Um, so we ended up, instead of making um, a profit of a few hundred grand, we ended up with a loss on paper of a few hundred grand. And I say a loss on paper because we ended up holding some of the properties instead of selling them um, so that we didn't realise the loss. And thankfully, they were almost neutral, slightly negative, um, but they've, they've, they're now neutral. Um, but unfortunately, that really stymied us from being able to go forward with the next development and the next development and the next development. Mm. That said, um, we did build three disability houses um, about two, three years ago. Yeah. Um, but you, now, prior to that, you also did something with your PPR, didn't you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. forgot about that. So the first thing we actually did, so just before we... Just before we met Dimmer, we bought a PPR and we spent 120 grand on a new pool and building under a deck and drainage and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I think we increased the value of the house by about 20 grand. 
Yeah. Right? Um, not really. Um, so, um, and then at the first boot camp that we did, um, we found out about mediums, right? And two bed, three bed, four bed, five bed median prices and how it changes suburb by suburb. And in hindsight, this is such obvious um, information, but at the time we genuinely didn't have any idea that that was how it worked. Um, and so we had a large living area um, and we looked at the medians, or sorry, we looked at the medians in our, in our suburb and went, you know what, if we put in one more bedroom, there's actually a 150 grand difference between what we're currently at and the next one up with one more bedroom. So we spent five grand putting in one wall, created a bedroom and jumped 150 grand in value. Um, wow. And that just, yeah, wow, exactly. So we spent 120, wow. got 20, spent five, got 150. Just <laughs> wow. This is, this is understanding some good strategies, using the median strategy that Dimna teaches about um, yeah. bedrooms and so yeah. forth. Yeah. yeah. So five grand, put up a wall, that's it. Increase of 150. Wow. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And so that, um, yeah, from there we went on to the townhouses. Um, like I say, that stymied us with that, um, that tanking in the market mm -hmm. there. Um, but yeah, but we've, we've built three disability properties um, since then. Um, sold two to investors as well as um, one for ourselves. And, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and they're returning nine and a half percent. You know, it, it's, they're, they're great on a, on a nice long lease and, and all the rest of it. So they're fantastic. Um, and Megan's just sent me a message to remind me that um, we also did um, Airbnb under our house. So we, um, so we took a um, area under our house that was built in um, that wasn't habitable. Mm -hmm. we, um, we actually um, renovated the space, um, got it certified as a habitable space, as a self-contained studio, basically. And, um, and so we've been renting that out on Airbnb. We did that for two years, two and a half years. Um, yeah, and so it was, it was fantastic um that we had this space and and again you know so i know we're sort of jumping backwards and forwards here but when we first joined Dibna, before i worked with the coach to develop the acceptance and release my secret um the um the concept of having someone come and stay in our house who we had absolutely no idea of who they were, where they were from, apart from what was on their license. Um, there is no way that that would have happened. And yet here we were now with complete strangers under our kitchen. Um, yeah, and but it was, you know, uh, and, and Megan, Megan managed it all. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, so socially it was great um, as well as financially it was great as well. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So Airbnb, under your place, bring in, helping paying the mortgage. Or what did, it, did, it, did it pay the mortgage? Yeah, it paid the mortgage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and then um, you've done some things with self-managed super fund? Yeah. So we, um, as I said, the coming to Dipner in the first place was um, about financial freedoms to have choices. Um, and so we were, whilst we were doing the projects, Oh, excuse me. Whilst we were doing the projects, the um, one of the, the intentions was to be able to put 
some of the stock of those projects um, into self-managed super fund. Uh, so with the help of um, Clint and you know the, the team, uh, we worked out how to do it um, completely appropriately, legally, uh, with the right structures and all the right ways to be able to put a, a couple of properties into our self-managed super fund. Um, and so, you know, whilst we've still got a few years to go to retirement, um, those properties will be doing great things for us um, when we get to retirement. So, yeah, whereas my dad had no quality or very poor quality of life in his retirement, um, mm -hmm. financially and physically, um, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty comfortable that financially our know, retirement's looking okay. Fantastic, fantastic. Which is which is essentially this is exactly what you wanted to achieve too, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. that, that, those yeah, choices, yeah. yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Um, now there was um, a couple of questions here that came up. Um, I think Rashi was saying. I'm oh, curious to hear more about this, the uh, coach's suggestion about acceptance. I think that we'll probably discuss it a little bit more when you go into the, the um, coming coming kind of very soon. Um, uh, Roshan was saying, are we ready for this? Can we relate to this? Obviously agreeing to what you were saying. And um, Ada, what meditation was this? Can we get access to this? And this was the Real Estate Millionaire Within. And for those of you who do not know, the Real Estate Millionaire Within is an event that Dipna runs once a year. It is one of her favorite, if not her favorite event. Um, and it does have what we call the woo-woo stuff in it. <laughs> the Real Estate Millionaire Within, it's very much more a mindset and spiritual event than it is compared to the other events that you see. So um, if you can check it out, there are all of the recordings of every previous uh, Real Estate Millionaire Within is actually on the members only website. Uh, there's an archive section with them all there that you can check it out. Um, Sue was saying, um, so good to hear you explain that because that's what I experience when I meditate. Can't explain it to others. Sometimes the extent of the experience is amazing. So exactly what you described, Kevin, is Sue is obviously very much relatable to that. We're good. Um, Craig was asking, did the Airbnb have a nice pool view? Uh, it didn't, no. It didn't have a view of the pool, but it had access and use of the pool. Um, so, yeah, certainly the pool photo was up there as part of the Airbnb um, photo set. Um, and as you walk in, you walk past the pool to get to the Airbnb and yeah, pool view spot. No, no pool view. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, so look, look. The, the 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 next thing I wanted to kind of like have a look at is um, what's the situation where you've you've I mean um, you've you've described a number of things and I'm kind of like asking a, a, a question about how did you overcome a problem and I'm I'm wanting to know how, there was a couple of things that you've done which have obviously changed and um, one of them was very much along the personal development side of things. Did you want to kind of share a little bit about that because it was a question as well about. Um, other coaches that have helped you and so forth in order to come to terms with with your you know your your earlier life and and, and your and your state your state of being yeah exactly um so yeah as i said the um behind the mask was a deep-seated sense of shame um outside the mask was functional um getting on with my job as a pilot um and do the homework or, or do the study or whatever it was. Um, but I 
it was a, it was a very much emotionally void um, perspective for me. Um, sort of indirectly through the coaching or through through uh, the program with Dibna, uh, I was introduced to uh, to this business coach, um, a lady in Sydney by the name of Michelle Duval, and um, and she was just brilliant. And she um, and so we went to her again, business coaching, right? Megan and I have both been, um, since we left school, um, PAYG employees, right? We'd never run our own business before. Um, and so now we were in the business of real estate. Um, and so what is that? What does that look like? Um, Megan and I never worked together as a business partnership. We were, we were married, you know, we'd never worked together at all. We, um, we, we needed to work out how to work together um, because I'm sure plenty of people can relate to this. Um, sometimes um, people who love each other um, are not the right people to go into business together with. Um, so, and certainly Megan and I have, have, have had a lot of um, learning opportunities, let's call them that, for how to work together with your, um, with your loving partner. And, so, so going to Michelle Duval was all about business. It was all about um, financials. It was all about business processes and, and whatnot. We went down to Sydney. We had a, um, uh, for our first meeting with her, it was meant to be over Zoom. We said, no, we're going to do this properly. Um, and it was going to be about a 45 minute meeting, I think, 30 or 45 minute meeting. Um, anyway, we walked out of there I think it was just under two hours later, having bared our souls. And we looked at each other and we said, there's stuff that we just said to Michelle Duval that we hadn't even told ourselves, you know, each other at that stage. And so it was just a brilliant and beautiful connection between us all. And, um, and anyway, along the course of the way, it was all very business focused, but, um, but Michelle had a way of looking deep within us and asking some very personal questions at times. And it was about midway through the coaching that she said, you know, Kev, you're doing well with the homework I'm giving you um, um, and whatnot. The, but there's still something you're not telling me. There is still something that you're hiding from me and it's getting in the way. And, and it was, I tried to keep to hiding it. And, and eventually she got it out of me and I, and I told her my secret um, and the shame that I felt. And I, I was bawling my eyes out, like bawling my eyes out. And, um, and she, she asked me if I'd accepted that I'd contemplated suicide and had you know, mental illness. And I said, no, no way. Because in my mind at that time, that meant that I was implicit in, in my failure. I had failed me and I just could not fathom that I had failed me. It was that other guy. It was that other thing. It was the, you know, being called damaged goods. It was all this other stuff. And she, she just very calmly said, you know, Kev, what if acceptance doesn't mean any of that? What if acceptance just means I don't like it, I don't want it, I don't condone it? It just is. It just was. It's a historical fact and it's got no more relevance than the colour of the chair or the colour of the carpet. And that just rocked me back in my seat 
And I went, wow, I can deal with that. I can work with that. And, uh, and so she said, let's, let's go forward and see where this goes. And, um, and anyway, so the exact question she asked me actually was if I could imagine, close my eyes and imagine my story of mental illness and suicidal ideation being on social media. Now, I didn't even have a social media account because I didn't want to see myself, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, bawling my eyes out. Anyway, two months later, at a platinum event in Melbourne, um, we were doing a, a, a bit of a woo-woo session. Um, and, um, and Melissa, who was on stage, asked if anybody had anything they wanted to share. And for whatever reason, I just went, yep, now's the time. Um, so I grabbed the microphone, stood up and released my shame. And, um, and it was the, I can't remember, apart from about the first six words, I can't remember what I said throughout. Um, but all I know is that at the end of it, um, there was just an eruption of applause and men climbing over tables to come and give me a hug and say, good on you, mate. My story is just like yours. I just haven't got the balls to talk about it yet. And, um, and yeah, and so that was just, I felt 20 centimetres taller, 20 centimetres lighter, uh, 20 kilos lighter, and just, wow, the weight of the world just lifted off my shoulders. And, and it was then that I realised that the secret we were keeping was actually keeping us. And so we then were able to go on, both of us, um, without this secret, hiding us in the corner at home or at work or socially or whatever, whatever. And, um, and just our worlds have just opened up dramatically since then. Kevin, that, that is so, that's so beautiful and so powerful at the same time. Mm. Um, and you, exactly what you've said about it opening up, that's, that's pretty much exactly what's happened, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so since then, um, I didn't ever ask me to get on stage in front of everybody uh, a short period later. And uh, I think it was the next conference, whatever that was, um, and tell everybody about my story. And I, and I still remember very, very clearly that um, I had a microphone. I've got essential tremors and my head may have been wobbling a little bit while I've been talking to you. That's, that's just my essential tremors. Um, people ask me, how do I fly a helicopter and have these essential tremors? And I just tell people, I've just got to go in the opposite direction to the helicopter and then it's all okay. Right? Um, but um, um, I, had, I had a handheld microphone the first time I, I did it and, and my hand, honestly, it was going like this. And, uh, and I jokingly said to anybody in the front row, I'm sorry if I hit you with the microphone because I might accidentally lose it from shaking so much. But I did it once and, and again, the outpouring of love and support and all the rest of it was there from just so many people. And, and the overwhelming response was, Kev, you need to keep talking about this. It's something that other people need to hear. Um, and so one led to two, led to three, um, and I've ended up talking at Millionaire Within um, now two or three times, and it was after the first or second time um, 
Michael, where you came up to me and said, do you mind if I take your photo now? <laughs> and, and I got to say, that is one of the most awesome photos too. Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. And now, but the thing is, that was with, with you and with Megan as well. And that was at the Real Estate Millionaire with, with about 500 people in the room. Yeah. But um, we should, is, is Megan there? Yeah, we yeah. should bring on, because, but you know, the, the, the saying, you know, behind every great man is a great woman. And I think that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can honestly say that she's not she's not behind me she's right beside me so yeah yeah awesome awesome yeah, there she is health coach <laughs> but if, if you're there megan you should you should come on and join in i think because it'd be interesting to see i think it'd be really really nice to see and share your side of things if you can as well so hopefully she, hopefully she'll come and join us yeah yeah, she's she's there. I can see that she's. Um, oh, sorry. Here we go. Hang on, hang on. Here we go. Add the spotlight. There we go. Now you should be able to un. Hang on. You got to unmute yourself now. You got to unmute yourself. Unmute. Unmute. No. Oh, hang on. I've got to make you. I've got to make. Got to kind of do the. Uh, okay, and now. You should be able to, there you go. There we go. <laughs> so everyone, if you don't know, this is Megan and um, yes, welcome as well. Thank you. Um, it's great to sitting listening. So it's been very good. And did you want to share a little bit about, I mean, obviously, obviously Kevin's gone through a whole lot. And did you want to share a little bit from your side, how things kind of were perceived from your side? Yeah, um, when we first joined with Dimna, I was very uh, hesitant, uh, like Kevin said, and um, when we were going to the events and you were taking all those wonderful photos of people, I'm like, let's get our photo taken, let's get our photo taken. Kevin's like, no, no, no. So, and I wanted to really network and meet people because I'm very outgoing and that's not why we were there. We were there to you know, focus and do our work and uh, not socialise and not get to know people. So um, when we joined Platinum in 2015, I was like, well, this is going to be great. It's meant to be networking and getting to know people. But fortunately, at that stage, we were with Michelle Duval and Kevin was starting to allow people to get to know us. And Platinum was such a safe environment for us to... Uh, make that connection with other people and you know through platinum we've made lifelong friends and it just you know has this way of creating such a safe space um, you know even at the millionaire within when there's hundreds of people there um, between yourself Michael and Dimna the way you uh, energize the room to make it such a positive and safe welcoming space you know, it really does um, allow for you to let your guard down and to uh, em embrace these differences. Um, so for me, once Kevin um, shared, hey, mind you, um, the day that he shared at the Platinum event, he didn't tell me, I'm just going to put my laptop on charge, uh, that it was, he was going to share. So um, while he's talking, I'm sitting there bawling my eyes out because it was eight years, seven or eight years worth of secret being uh, released. And 
following that though for about six months I actually struggled because I was like oh what do I do now I don't need to keep the secret anymore so it was actually quite difficult for me for a couple of months just uh, adjusting to the new way of being and Kevin having his photo taken and getting up on stage and sharing the story it was just the complete 180 to what we'd been experiencing uh, the months before so um, you know very indebted to Dimpner and um, the education that she provides is just one seventh of everything that she offers you know when you look at um, your, your health your wealth your education your spirituality your connection you know fun that's something that Kevin's not good at he's much better at fun now so um, you know it it really did change our our lives and um, allowed us to go on the paths that we're both heading down now fantastic um, it's it's isn't this community and dim awesome like to create this and it's like and and you guys are just it's just such a such a beautiful example of how you know coming into the community and being involved and and going through a process and then interacting and meeting others that that you've just you've turned your lives around in such an amazing way it's it's so beautiful to hear yeah absolutely um the you know i, I came in it was all about the money it was all about the finances um and as Megan said there, you know, wealth is just one seventh of the equation is one of the things that didn't taught us. Um, so, so true. And the, um, the, the other elements are, are equally as important as wealth. And what, um, what Dibner did for, for me and for us, the way I describe it is that she released the shrapnel from my soul. And um, uh, you know, I one of one of the, the various things from Afghanistan was a, a rocket landed about five meters from my bedroom donor and sprayed shrapnel all through the bedroom. Um, and I was I was in there a couple of minutes earlier. I was walking out through the gate of the compound when the rocket whistled overhead. Um, I pulled out every bit of shrapnel from the mattress and the walls and various other places. Um, and I, I gave uh, a piece of that shrapnel to Dimmer um, and, uh, and a, another piece of it to Michelle Duvall um, and, you know, told them this is what they effectively did, not just for me personally, but for us as a couple and for our family. Um, that This represents the shrapnel that they removed from my soul. And, and I know that we're not the only ones that have had moments like this from Digna and the, um, the, the impact that she has on people where they go on and do incredible things. And it's not necessarily always with property either. So, you know, Megan and I, we've, um, over the last couple of years, you know, we've, yes, we've done those things, but we've realised over the last couple of years that we're not actually really good at property. We're really good at some other things um, and we've got passions in other places. And, but there are some people who are really, really good at property. So we're happy to invest with them and let them go and do great things with property and we'll get some returns, which is fantastic. 
Um, and in the meantime, um, you know, Megan with her health coaching, um, she's super passionate about the gut-brain connection. Um, and the gut is the first filter for the brain. And, and for, for Megan, after seeing my experiences with mental health and, and a, a little bit with her own experiences with mental health and the impact that a good diet has on that, um, she's now educating particularly women and menopause at menopausal um, period in their life about um, how to how to have a, a less stressful menopausal period in their life, right? as well as busy mums and, and all the rest of it. Um, for me, I'm you know still flying uh, civilian search and rescue. I'm now but I'm now an international keynote speaker, um, and you know talking about mental what I call mental health leadership. Um, and talking to whether it's a boardroom of eight people or a ballroom of 800 people, uh, talking with them about my own experiences and, and the impact of toxic workplaces and how we can all contribute to better ones. Um, I also last year um, founded um, an entity called Core Infinitus, which is or Infinitus, which is Latin for infinite courage. And um, it's designed to bring dignity and respect to the families of those that have served our nation and taken their own lives. Um, and, and I'm getting memorials putting all around the country dedicated to those people who have served and taken their lives. And, and I'm gonna be expanding that to emergency services as well. Um, wow. I know that from the feedback I've got from the families that um, it is actually helping them heal as well as provide the dignity and respect for them. So. None of this would have been possible if we never met people. Mm -hmm. you know, if, if, we, if we boil it all back, Megan almost certainly would not have got into health coaching. I would not have become a keynote speaker and now be able to impact men and women um, right around the country and, um, and internationally, you know, and, and to, to, to bring that dignity and respect to the families um, is just, So I say to people, it fills my cup, you know, I, I just, I, my, my, I once thought that I was put on this planet to lead men and women in the battlefield. Um, and, and I did that and I do, but I thought I got it wrong when I fell in a heap. And I, I truly believe now that it was right at the time. But my personal mission now is to lift humanity by inspiring people to find their own courage and their own compassion for their own sake and the sake of everyone around them. Um, that's what gets me out of bed in the morning now, every morning. And um, yeah, it just makes me want to go and have a better day and, and hope that everyone else has a better day too. And it certainly sounds like you're removing or helping to remove the shrapnel from other people's souls as well. Mm. It's that ripple in the pond effect. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. Wow, okay. Don't know what to say now. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. So obviously your lives are totally different now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, like they just, it just, it's a, I mean, you know. Totally, totally different, but we haven't put, you know, 10 million bucks in the bank. So, so the, it, it's not about the money. Um, it, it's, it's about what's going on in here, coupled with what's going on in here. 
And for Megan's sake, I'd better say what's going on in your gut as well. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so was it here, here, and here, and in the gut? <laughs> our head and heart, really. Mm. Our head's only got half the answer. Um, and, and our heart is, is absolutely essential to get on board so that we can be a whole person and live and enjoy life. And I remember uh, us learning through Dimna that the longest journey is from your head to your heart. And mm. that was a journey that um, Kevin really needed to um, go down, um, to move out of the head space and into the heart space. Um, and, and me too, um, but Kevin more so just because of the type of person that he is, um, really needed to connect to his heart and through what I've discovered with the gut-brain connection um, is that, you know, the, what we consume and put into our bodies really impacts mental health and um, can exacerbate mental illnesses. So uh, we live a, a lifestyle now that allows us to manage mental illnesses that we both have. We both have depression. Um, and anxiety so um, it allows us to manage it and be very much aware of it um, and that's all come from being involved with Dimpner and being open to suggestions of different things and different pathways and uh, actually I think uh, the millionaire within was the first time we met Cindy O'Meara from Changing Habits and that's mm -hmm. the path that I went down um, with the health coaching because we've always eaten well but there was just another aspect to it that I didn't know about because uh, you don't know what you don't know until you get exposed to it and uh, yeah it certainly put us down completely different pathways that we never anticipated we would be on so but great grateful so grateful fantastic fantastic um do you for someone who's kind of like recently joined what would you say to them if you had a little bit of piece of advice you know obviously you've you, you know you've from what you've done and what you've covered and what you've achieved and how you've changed. Um, what would you, what would you say to someone who's, who's, you know, just recently, recently joined up to this community has no idea of what's going on and think, Oh, there's so much information. There's so many webinars and things going on. And what would you say? Uh, I, I would say what I said to Megan when we first joined and uh, well, after the first boot camp, um, And that is that, uh, I was going to give myself over to dinner. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and by that, I mean, trust the process. Um, but you've got to do the work. So, you know, our, our kids were um, all various stages of high school or about to start high school um, when we started with dinner. And um, we would say to the kids, you've got your homework to do. Well, mum and dad have got our property homework to do as well. And so every night we sat down and we did our property homework. Um, so that was going through, you know, online tutorials or going through the, um, the, the different hard copy manuals or whatever it was that every single night we sat down and did our property homework. Um, and, and so you've got to do the work. There is no silver bullet. There is no um, quick fix. There is no get rich quick scheme. Um, there is just um, honest, brilliant education that requires work and effort consistently and then you need a bit of faith trust the process um, and and 
enjoy the ride. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And and my uh, suggestion would be just be open. Mm. You know, um, everything that Kevin said, but just be open and be ready to to hear um, your heart and um, the the future will just unfold the way it's meant to. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much um, for for sharing. Um, and uh, it's it's quite amazing that you've taken this this training and you've you know you've delved into it and and really you know you've changed your lives and and, and started to shine in, in, in so many fascinating ways. I know that Tim always says it's the ripple in the pond effect that she loves. Mm. You know, it's how you see the ripples in the pond. It's like you know she doesn't know what someone is going to do, but then the effect of what they're doing and the influence on them and them, it, it, it continually goes on like a, like a ripple in the pond effect. And, and, and you're just beautiful examples of that ripple in the pond, you know? So, um, so thank you. Uh, thank you for sharing. Thank you for, yes, <laughs> very much appreciated. I, I know that there's been a lot of kind of real kind of positive comments and, and, and emojis coming up. If anyone wants to say anything, please, please do so now. I'm sure that you, you'll check out the different comments. I think, Saraj, thank you for sharing. Uh, Kevin and Megan, awesome. Thanks, Kevin and Megan. Great input from Zoom user. Looks like we have a lot of Zoom users around at the moment. <laughs> uh, and also and also on Facebook, there's a couple of other ones coming in as well. So um, Judy, Judy, love you guys. Keep on keeping on. I think Ian's there as well. Ian, as you know, I think he's very relatable to your story as well, Kevin. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, look, um, thank you so much. Um, really appreciate it. We're going to wrap it up here. This is, this is just on, on one o'clock. Um, and uh, thank you everybody for joining in as well. Um, this recording stays up onto Facebook. So if you want to review it, um, by all means, do that there. Uh, it will be edited and go up on the members only website as well at a, at a later point. Um, but other than that, and remember, we do have the super conference and, and we didn't even speak about this. You guys, you guys are in the super conference as well. Yeah. Didn't even touch yeah. on that. Yeah, we, were, a... we were so caught up in, in so much other <laughs> fantastic information. We came third in the I Love Super Conference. So, um, and, and it's, it's not all about the money, right? But we didn't have the biggest set of figures at the Super Conference. Um, it was about everything else. Wealth is one seventh of the equation. So, yeah, very, very grateful that, um, that we came third there. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome, awesome, fantastic. Um, so that's that's it from me. I think that's it from everyone else. Um, once again, guys, thank you so much. Do well. I mean, I, international keynote speaker. You know, like who who would have thought? Would you have you have any idea when you first joined in your in your situation? You know, if someone someone would have a crystal ball, you and say, you know, Kevin, you know, um, in in a couple of years. You're going to be an international keynote speaker and, you, and the exact stuff that you don't want anyone to know, you're going to be talking about all of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be using some different words, but it'd be along the lines of you're barking mad. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, well, I'm, I'm so glad you've done that and you've shared. Yeah. Um, and, and you're right about it too. I know that um, at, the, at the events that I saw, there were men crowding around you because you had just communicated something that was inside but so reluctant to come out 
and you are just gone. Here it is. And, and can I say quickly on that very point though, um, and this is a point that I made actually at the super conference when we spoke, it's not about me. Like I'm up here talking about this stuff, but it's all those men came up towards me because it's not about me, right? So if anybody on this call thinks it's about me, totally missed the point. It's about you. They came rushing up because it was relatable to them because it's the same stuff going on for them. It may be a divorce or it may be something else and you know, whatever it is, um, but there's that thread there and, uh, and that's what it's about. So absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. We better leave it off. It's Friday yeah. afternoon. Have an awesome, you guys have a fantastic Friday and a, and, a, and a great weekend. We've got the super conference coming up in two weeks' time. We've got the uh, ultimate boot camp, the brand new one, which is starting next week. So many things going on. It's a tail end of the year, and the tail end of the year is always like so many things on. But thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, we'll end off there. Uh, everyone on Facebook, thank you so much for tuning in. Tina, thanks again for sharing your story. Kevin and Megan, inspirational. Um, and there's others. Brian, thanks for sharing. Best wishes, Ken, inspiring and enlightening. And thanks for sharing as well. So lots of lots of positive stuff there. Thanks, everybody. We'll leave it there. Everyone, awesome, everyone. Thanks, Catch Martin. everyone later. See you now. Thanks, thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Megan. Awesome. Bye now. Bye.